What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have quite possibly one of my favorite humans who I don't actually know really well in real life. You know how you have those people? (laughs) This girl is one of those for me. We have on the show with us today, Keisha Fitzgerald, who is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, speaker, and podcaster. Y'all might know her show, Empower Her. It's incredible. Um, She is on a mission to help women unapologetically share their voice and message with the world. Like I mentioned, she's the host of a top rated podcast with over 4 million downloads the first three years. She has a global community of 2.6 thousand personal growth obsessed women, founder of two podcast courses that help women launch or grow their own podcasts. And she's the host of in-person women empowerment events. She's found that what's often holding women back is the thoughts that they think about who they are and what they're capable of. So she takes her knowledge from working with hundreds, hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years, paired with her high energy, bubbly personality, and a come with me, let's figure this out together approach to light a fire under their booty to get out of their own way and go. You guys are in for a treat. So get out your notebooks, put your music on, get hyped for this episode. And we are about to dig in. Let's turn it over to the conversation. All right, Keisha. First of all, like this is, I I remember when I was starting my podcast and I reached out to you and I was like, I have some questions. I'm scared, (laughs) but I know you're slaying. And I'm just so freaking pumped to have you on the show. So welcome, 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 girlfriend. Ah, like I'm so (laughs) pumped. We're going to have such a fun conversation. I'm just so happy to get to connect with you and chat about all the things. So let's, let's do it, girl. Let's go. Okay. There's so many things I want to dig into, but first for those of you that haven't already been listen to her empower her podcast you need to but if you haven't yet who are you what's your story tell us a little bit about that first yeah um so i did what probably a lot of women listening into this can attest to of go going to check all of the boxes as in i went to school and i got the job and then i started working my way up the corporate ladder and because we become a byproduct of the expectations of our peer group So many of my girlfriends and my now fiance, like they have these very linear paths of what they were doing. It was like, this is just what we do. We work these jobs. And then on the weekends, we like celebrate and then we go do it again. And I was like, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. If that feels aligned for you, but you know, and even to the woman listening into this, like, you know, if intuitively you're on the wrong path for you, you feel it like often Mm -hmm. you feel it viscerally in your body. And I used to try and like shove down that feeling 
like, no, like I should be, I mean, everything on paper makes sense. Like I'm good. I shouldn't complain. I have it better than other people do. Like I should be grateful for what I have. That was kind of the narrative playing at that time. So I would like shove down this feeling until it got so uncomfortable. I was like, what if this is a gift that's telling me it's time to like make a change in my life? Because what I'm doing, I'm randomly just ugly crying on my bathroom floor, telling my fiance something's wrong with me. Like, why don't I love my job? Why is everyone saying I should be happy? And um, so that's how I found Beachbody. I decided not to um, necessarily build a business with it. I was just like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm confident enough in who I am as a person to figure out what I actually want to do. Because at the time I was working as an IT project manager at a tech company in Seattle. And I was working with men that were predominantly like 20 years older than me. I was very out of my, like, (laughs) it was very not in line with my personality, but I remember thinking like, I just want to build up more confidence in myself so that I can then go figure out what it is that I want to do. So I found a Beachbody fitness program, uh, P90X, old school, cuff socks, like back in the day. And I was like, I'm going to do this in my garage before work. And I did. And then it turns out, I was like, well, maybe there's other women like me that are also pouring into their career. Brene Brown would say like hustling for your worthiness. Like I was like trying to prove that I could do this job that I was not quite qualified to do. And I was just kind (laughs) of like faking it a lot, stumbling all over the place. And, um, So that was really this outlet that I decided straight out the gates when I started building a business. I was like, maybe there, maybe there are other women like me that might be interested in just working on their health and fitness goals while working their full-time corporate job. Maybe they'd be interested in another stream of fulfillment, not just another stream of income because I actually made great income, but I was like, maybe, maybe there's other women like me. And I decided right away that I was going to have a human goal with building the business where I was like, it's not just about what I can accomplish, but I really want to figure out how to be a more fully expressed version of myself because I was in this box at work where I just felt like I didn't get to be this like, woo, like all over the place. Fully version you. Of me. Fully yeah, me, right? Yeah. So that's what I used the, the catalyst of Beachbody was like, I'll build this, take care of myself. I'll help other people. I'll find other women like me. So I don't feel like I'm alone. I wanted to be around other people that also felt like they had a lot of potential in them, but didn't know what to do. And I'm going to figure out how to be myself. And so I started that in January of 2014. We moved from Seattle to New York. I quit my corporate job. Uh, My last job was at Google in corporate recruiting in April of 2015, built that up for many years, loved it, learned so much about myself. And then kind of got this feeling that I wanted to do something else in addition And I started my podcast in the end of 2018. And now I built a business helping podcasters start their podcast, grow, monetize, doing events. Like it's been a lot of pivots, Micah. Like it's been like a lot of, as you know, being an entrepreneur, it's like you have your best day and your worst day in the same day. And then you're like, what am I doing? Um, That's how I feel now, but gosh, it's fun. And yeah, that's kind of how I got here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, so, so many different pivots, so many different, I am like obsessed with, if for anyone that listens to my show knows I'm all about the heart tugs. I talk about all the time. Yes. Like you are a walking billboard of like filling the tug and being like, let's get curious. Let's see where this yeah. takes us. Let's see. And I just love that because I think so many people just want the assurance. They want the, they want to know the next step. They want to know what it's going to look like. They know, they want to know the outcome before they even take the first step. And it's like, that's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. That's not how it works. Well, cause the action is what's going to give you clarity. And I think sometimes we sit in this analysis paralysis waiting until we feel quote unquote ready, which we mm -hmm. all know never comes waiting until we've got enough information or we do this thing where we're waiting until it's going to be perfect because we think that that's going to make us exempt of other people's judgment, but perfect is completely up to interpretation. What's perfect to you wouldn't be perfect to me and vice versa, yeah. right? To anyone yeah. listening into this. So I think like, I, I just asked myself the question, like when I get to the end of my TBD amount of days here, do I want to feel like I have regrets and coulda, woulda, shouldas, or do I want to feel like I just really showed up? Because I just think that like those little tugs, which I know this is like your damn too, but those little <laughs> tugs, like they're, they're in us, like they're placed in us for a reason. Yeah. It means it's our job to then go share that with the world because we're living, breathing proof of what's possible for another person. And it's really difficult to be what you can't see. So if you see someone who is changing their mind and you see someone who is honoring those like pulls at their heartstring and making all these pivots, you're like, well, if she can figure this out, then I can do it too. Yeah. And I think that's part of like what I feel called to do as a woman on the planet is like, just be an express version of me and say like, if I can do this, you sure as hell can too. Cause I don't have some secret unicorn dust in my veins. I'm just like trying to figure it out as I go. Like we all are, right? Yeah, I love that so much. And that's such a, like when I think back on, how I've built my business over the years. So much has stemmed from that too. Like I, I know I'm just a normal human mom trying to figure out health and wellness and business and life and fulfillment and joy. And I'm like, if I can figure this out, if I can navigate this and love the freaking process, I want every woman to feel this. I want everyone to know that they're capable, not just walking the same path, but walking the path that's right for them. Yes. Oh, it, it's so important because I think so, so often we look at other people and we're like, oh, okay, well, this is what she's doing. So maybe I should do it that way. Or I should want the same things as her. And I think what's really important is to go back like intuitively and say, am I, first of all, do I have goals? Cause as humans, we love progress and mm -hmm. we're literally robbing ourselves of joy and fulfillment and impact and income in a lot of cases. And all of this, if we don't have anything that we're working towards, we also don't get to celebrate when we get there or all the little steps along the way. Cause we don't even know where the heck we're going. <laughs> right. Right. But on top of that, it's like, if we, if we don't decide what we want to do, we also are spending so much time looking at everybody else, chasing their goals. When it's like, you could get where you want to go. If you took all that energy that you're spending, looking around at what everybody else is doing or, you know, them doing their work, as you might say, yeah. that you could say, wait a second, like I'm working on my own thing. And, and that was gifted to me for a reason, you know? So. Yeah. And that's the, that's the process. Like you have to get so in tune with what your heart wants, what you want to do, how it feels, what it looks like. How do you like when someone's like, Oh, freak, that sounds really nice. 
to actually enjoy the process. Cause every time I show up to work, I have resistance. I have friction. I have icky feelings. I feel whatever, like no crap. You don't want to show up and you're inconsistent because you hate it. Yeah. So how, how would you say, how would you help someone be like, nope, actually you can love the process. And this, this is what that looks like. Yeah. So I like to think about it with the framework of, so the process is guaranteed. The outcome isn't. And when we're going to let our brain drift off into the future to worry about things, we have an option. We can worry and come up with an outcome that's not desirable, or we can think to the future and we can decide maybe it will actually turn out better. It takes the same amount of brain pe- like like energy, I guess, to imagine yeah. a future scenario. So what I like to think about is like, okay, what is my micro focus? Like, what do I need to do today to win the day? So I can give myself those dopamine hits and that confidence boost. And then what's the macro vision of what is this? Like, get like, why am I doing this? Where is this taking me? What's that big vision that kind of makes me want to pee my pants? Cause it's like so big and I don't really know how I'm going to get there. And I'm actually not the person that can get there yet. And I think that's really important that like people that feel stuck or they're feeling a lot of resistance, it's often because you don't see how these tiny little things that are really easy Mm. to do and are really easy not to do are contributing to that bigger vision. And I'm not saying you have to know for 100% certain where you want to go. Cause that's another way that people like to stay stuck is they say like, well, I don't know what I want. It's like, well, if, if Oprah came to you and was like, I'm going to fund your dreams. I'm sure you could probably come up with something. You have 30 seconds to figure it out. Right. I'm sure you could, but when I think about this macro vision and the fear that comes up and the resistance that comes up because you're literally not the person that can accomplish that dream yet. I think that's actually really beautiful. Like I want, especially for the women that are listening into this, that like, you've got this like glimmer, like you've seen this like glimpse of your potential, you know that you've got this vision, but it's easy to talk yourself out of it because where you are now and where you want to go has a massive distance in between. Right. So we choose to then label that as overwhelming or like, oh, I'm never going to get there. Or like, why is this so hard for me? And when we're asking ourselves crappy questions, we're in turn getting crappy answers because our brains are like computers, right? We're just going to answer the questions that we ask. And when we're in that spiral, that's when we start to look at Sally Sue on Instagram and like, oh, this girl started in this business at the same time as me and she passed me doing this. And this, you know, we make up all of these stories. So what I really like to do is I think of what is the micro focus? What are the things that I need to do today to win the day? Then understanding I'm not yet the person that can accomplish that big dream and good because I need that space between where I am now and where I want to go to qualify me. So when I get where I want to go, I can actually sustain it. Yeah. Right. Cause think about it from a fitness perspective. How many people come to you? They're like, I don't know, lose 15 pounds tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, even if a magic genie came and like, poof, you like lost 15 pounds tomorrow, you wouldn't have the coping mechanisms and the habits. And you would also would be robbing yourself of all of the fulfillment and joy that comes from feeling proud that you earned it. But we live in this instant gratification culture where we want it all yesterday mm-hmm. and, and then we're frustrated. And then I just think it's like a beautiful reframe. If in your head, you can start to think about the fact that like, to your point, the process is, is guaranteed. You're, you got to figure out how to ask yourself, how can this be more fun? How can this be more fulfilling? How can I see that I'm building all these little blocks that are going to get me where I want to go? And I'm not going to be fearful that I'm not that person yet. Instead, I'm going to see that I'm literally becoming her in pursuit. And it just like, feels like, I don't have to be so stressed out and think of like, I need to know step one, two, three, four, five, six. You don't need to yeah. know step 15. You can't even handle step 15. Like you just got to do step one, which will then get you moving in the right direction. 
we're taking a quick time out because it's the time of the month when I'm bringing on my next few clients to help you get started on your gut health journey. The deeper I get into this in my own journey, the more I just want to scream it from the rooftops because I feel so much better. And on a monthly basis, we have client results rolling in better sleep, more energy, skin issues, clearing up, um, moodiness, lifting lack, like way less bloat, obviously weight loss is a byproduct, just so many incredible things and people feeling so empowered on their health journey. Again, if you've ever felt frustrated because the weight isn't coming off, the things aren't improving, you're waking up feeling one way and going to bed, feeling six months pregnant. You're not alone. Those are things that people are dealing with on a very consistent basis and just kind of writing off of like, this is what it is, but it doesn't need to be that way. And it can, a lot of it is stemming from your gut health. So if you are interested in learning more about this, go to micafolsomfit.com slash gut And you can learn about the program, fill out the form if you want to get started with me, but this is a life-changing program. It's four weeks. You eliminate the most um, allergenic foods, the foods that most people have the most sensitivities to you feel you then reintroduce those things and see how you feel and see how your body responds. And then you have an exact game plan, what your body needs, how your microbiome is and what foods it needs and what it doesn't. So it's just, ah, it's so good. So if you're ready to really elevate your health and feel your absolute best, go to that link. Let's have a conversation and we can get you started with an exact simple game plan. MichaelFolsomFit.com slash gut. See you there. I love it so much. It really is. It's like that gap that so many people let keep them stuck because they don't know what it's going to be filled with or how it's going to happen or what that looks like. That's the beautiful part of growth and just what you're becoming on life. I truly believe that life, we're like, we're here to grow. We're here to serve. We're here to impact. We're here to do such wonderful things. And yet we don't know what that looks like. We don't know what that's going to be. Everybody has a different path. And if we get so freaking stuck and stressed out and anxious around knowing what it's going to be and having that, that just, uh, just that stability, like it's not going to be there ever. Yeah. And that's what keeps it fun. If you knew exactly what step 49 was going to be, you'd probably be like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm here for that. (laughs) Well, and it's like, it's almost like in that case, ignorance is bliss where you go into something really like that, knowing where it's like, this could be fun. Like, what if you just ask yourself that question more often? Like, how could this be more fun? How mm-hmm. could I just like approach this through the lens of like, I'm doing this because I'm really excited about the person that I'm becoming because when it is hard, which it absolutely will be, that's when you get to build grit and resilience and resourcefulness. And then you just get so good at picking yourself back up when you fall down that it actually feels weird to stay down because you're so good at getting back up. That's the goal. But if it's rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns coming out of your butt all the time, like you're not (laughs) learning anything or you're not growing. So true. You learn so much more from your failures, your missteps, your stumbles than you ever do from your wins. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I, I just think it's really important that like we give ourselves the opportunity to feel the pride that we want 
when we're going to accomplish that goal. Cause so often we set goals and we think we want the accomplishment of the goal, but we really want the feelings that we mm. assume we're going to get. Yeah. So if you actually do want there, want to get there, wherever there is for you, it's reminding yourself that when you get there, you get to look back at the path that you took towards getting there and realize how much you grew and how you literally earned that. And that deep pride, like, please don't rob yourself of that trying to get there more quickly, thinking that getting there more quickly means more success, yeah. but it, 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 it robs you of a lot of the experience along the way too. You know, I, I love that so much. That's such a good reminder. Cause I think that's such a common thing to look sideways, to be like, well, she's going faster and she's doing bigger things and she has more numbers and she has higher this and blah, blah. She's losing more weight. Who cares? Like your yeah. path is your path. And you got to put your blinders on sometimes, especially if you find yourself comparing and just be like, how am I becoming my best self on this yeah. path? Yeah. If you're in a business that it really aligns with your values, that should be what's happening. As you do the things to build your business, you're also building yourself. You're building, yes. you're growing, you're becoming. Yeah. And that's the process. So why do you stop that when business isn't happening? Why yeah. do you stop that? That's my biggest question. Like knock it off. That's not helping you. It's not serving your yeah. life and it's not moving you forward. Well, and if you think about it too, like, I think of confidence, like it's a bucket. So everything, like every single day that you show up and you keep a promise to yourself, it's like, you're putting a little deposit in your bucket, like blah, 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 fill it up your bucket. Right. So when you do that workout, when you don't want to, when you show up and you drink your water, when you do those tiny little things in your business or whatever it is, like it's all these deposits which means building your business is one of the most massive confidence building activities that you can do for yourself as a human being. Yes, it will get you where you want to go in your business, but also it will help you build up that confidence that when life throws you a curveball that you don't know how to handle, when anxiety comes in, when you, when you have to deal with grief, when you have loss and you're like, whatever it is that's going on in your life, you just believe so deeply in your ability to figure things out. Yeah. That's what building a business, especially with this type of a model, which a lot of women listening into this have in network marketing. It's like, you have all these tiny little opportunities, micro wins. We're talking about like every single day, these deposits into your bucket that yes, that means when you're talking about your business and you know, your aunt is like, oh, you're not going to eat the mashed potatoes because you're eating your container, whatever, right? It's <laughs> like, it feels like someone smacked the side of your bucket or when some random person on Instagram is like, oh, you have one of those businesses or whatever someone says to you, it does feel like someone's smacking the side of your bucket because you're a human, not a robot. And we're designed to want to belong. So we, we do care what people think. It's always just my goal is to help people care what they think most yeah. um, and not worry about what strangers on the internet that don't even know you care, <laughs> but to each their own. Right. But we do care. But when you're constantly focused on those tiny little micro things, it's just all these deposits are going in daily. So when you do feel like someone smacks the side of your confidence bucket and some sloshes out, you're not completely depleted. Yeah. Cause you're focused the on those little visual. things, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. And it's so interesting even cause for me, I mean, motherhood was like always my biggest goal in life. Like yeah. I went to college to play volleyball. I got a degree with no desire whatsoever to ever work a day in my life. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be a stay at home mom forever. And then motherhood was like hard. Motherhood is hard. Yeah. And I have so many conversations with women who are like, I don't know how you do what you do. You just did it. And I'm like, hello, you're a mother. That is the hardest thing you will probably ever do in your life. If you can do that, you can literally do anything. Yeah. So like yeah. knock it off with telling me that I don't know how you do what you do. Like, I am so grateful every single day that 
heavenly father knew that I needed this. Yeah. I needed personal growth. I needed mindset work. I needed habits and rituals that uplifted me that helped my mental wellness so that I didn't lose my freaking shiz every day in motherhood. Like I'm grateful every day for that. So it's also like understanding on a deeper level, why the heart tug is there because I didn't, I wasn't one that was like, I want to just make a million dollars and build a big business and be a CEO and blah, blah. That was never on my heart. I'm like, just sign me up to be a mom, please. That's great. And then thank heavens. I followed the tugs and was like, Nope, you need to take care of yourself. Nope. You need to help people. Nope. You need to share more. And as you follow the tug, you just figure it out. Yeah. It's, it's such a good permission slip that people need to give to themselves. But if you, if you don't have the belief in yourself yet, borrow belief from us of like, when you do follow those tugs, you, you could never, I could have never predicted that this would be my life. And I think anyone listening into this, you think of the most like miraculous things in your life. You could never have planned for them to happen. Like I think of how I met my fiance. I'm like, I could have never planned that. You, you think of your kids, like you could have never planned exactly how they turned out. And it's like, somehow you look at the blessings in your life and you can see it was because I just followed that. Like I decided to yeah. go on that date or I decided to finally reach out to that person or I did X, Y, Z. And, you know, we can remind ourselves of those blessings. And then we can also, when we're in a season of doubt where it feels like we're pushing a monster truck tire up a hill and we're ugly crying and our snot and mascara is like getting into our mouth and it's like, ah, and you're wearing blue blockers. You're like squeegeeing off your blue blockers. Like <laughs> it's just a mess, right? When you feel that um, way, which everyone does because being a human is hard sometimes, let alone Also, I can only imagine I'm not a mom yet, but like raising kids and also building business, there's all the things, but look back to your past for your track record of the times that you never thought you could get through that thing. Everyone listening to this episode right now, I'm sure you can just like stop for a second in your brain and think like, there was that thing in your past, probably lots of things in your past. You're like, how in the world am I going to handle this? Yet here you are on the other side. If you can do that, you can do anything, right? I mean- you, some of you have birthed humans out of your mouth. Like, <laughs> like, I was doing this climb, a little bit of a side tangent, but I was doing this, this climb called 29029. It's essentially climbing the elevation gain of Mount Everest. And I FaceTimed one of my girlfriends who has two kids. And she was like, if I can birth two kids, you can climb that mountain 13 more times. I keep going. I was like, touche. Well played. I'll keep climbing. So yeah, I'm still it's with true. you on that, Micah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, uh, what do you like for the woman who is listening being like, Oh, that's true. I have gone through some stuff and yet I still sit in front of my phone or sit in my computer on a daily basis and go, do I really have what it takes? Can I really do this? Like sitting in that, just that funkage of self-doubt. And I don't know if I can, what would you say to her? How do you break through that to truly, truly believe in yourself that everything is possible? First, understanding that it won't be a light switch, because Mm -hmm. if you have the expectation that it's going to happen overnight, that all of a sudden you're going to build up this belief. You know, I think, I think a lot about the power of like neutral thinking, right? So often with affirmations, it goes from someone saying like, they think they're ugly, which is like a horrible thing to say about yourself, but say, that's what you're saying. It's hard for you to go from essentially think of like a car you're in reverse of your own self-worth and your own belief in yourself and your own just positive self-talk. Like that's reversed by saying horrible things about yourself. But then if you try and go from reverse all the way to full speed ahead, like I'm Beyonce, like I'm so, like I can do anything. Like you go to this like very positive, it's almost like popping it into neutral first can be helpful to get you going in the right direction. 
What if you just entertained the idea? Let's take a business perspective. Like, oh, I suck at building this business. Like I can never get there, blah, blah, blah. Spiral, spiral, spiral. Remember, your brain is wired to look for evidence to support your current beliefs and look for answers to the questions that you're asking. So if you're asking crappy questions, you're guaranteed to get crappy answers, right? So let's acknowledge that. And I think everyone can agree that if you're asking bad questions, you're going to get bad answers. Now, what if you just entertained the thought of adopting a new belief, essentially saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm so proud of myself because I'm working on getting better at this. I'm working on building up my habits that are going to be more supportive and conducive to where I want to go. I'm working on asking myself better questions. When you catch yourself saying something negative, like I suck at this or I'm whatever, these conditional statements implying that you can't change it, it, that literally doesn't even make sense to me why we do that. So often we're giving ourselves these negative conditional statements when in reality, you know, look back to who you were five years ago. I bet you you're a whole lot different. You can yeah. change. You can change in a way that's supportive of where you want to go, but it can feel difficult if it's a big contrast and you're not ready for that. If you go from I suck to like, I'm, I'm going to the top, like I'm going to crush my business, go me, I can do everything because you don't believe in it yet. Yeah. So in the meantime, as you're supporting yourself, it's going back to like that confidence bucket. What are the tiny little things that I can do today to just put those little deposits into my bucket, like plop, plop, plop. And it doesn't have to be anything massive. It doesn't mean you have to go ask a hundred people to join your business. It just means like you crush your workout and you put yourself out there just a little bit more. You're like, instead of it being a light switch on and off, it's almost like a dimmer switch where you're just trying to crank it up a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Meanwhile, curating an environment that's going to be supportive for you. Meaning yeah. take inventory of whose advice you're listening to. Cause people can only give advice from their own experience often. Right? So it's like people that aren't in this game they don't get to have say in, in what it's like to be in this game, but you can borrow belief from people that are a couple steps ahead of you and say, if she can do it, so can I, while you're building that belief in yourself. And I think that really also helps with comparison, which I think can come up for us a ton, um, especially as women, especially as a lot of people that are building businesses on social media, where you want to compare your behind the scenes, messy bun, zit in the middle of your forehead, just got into a fight with your significant other, no bra to somebody's like carefully curated, like hair blowing in the wind, like whatever. Uh, and, and think that there's something wrong with us, yeah. but it's like, sometimes I think it's really powerful to, instead of beating ourselves up, that we're comparing ourselves to other people, understand that that's a very human quality because of our primal, like wiring of wanting to belong in community that comparing yourself to someone else, if you catch yourself doing that. It's like, wait a second. Can we clap for that person? Because they're living, breathing proof of what's possible. And we don't actually know their whole story, but if they can do it, then we can figure out a way to do it our way. Right. Yeah. And if there's something that makes us want to type that person's name into Instagram and go see what they're doing, why don't we ask ourselves, like, what is it about them that I see in myself that I actually want to take action on? What is it about them that makes me want to follow what they're doing? Like, how can I do that my way? And it's almost like we get to see everybody else through the lens of like, I'm, I'm working on growing. I'm moving from this like horrible negative self-talk to this neutral self-talk. And then I'm starting to be more curious about my environment. And I don't have this expectation that it's going to happen overnight, but instead I'm like being very compassionate with myself because how, how much does it suck when you recognize, like you start doing personal growth and you see all these areas that you need to improve. And then it feels like you're remodeling your entire house at the exact same time. You're like, what? what's going on? Right. Versus like, give yourself grace yeah. and just start trying to make progress in the right direction. You know, little by little, like baby steps are still going to get you there. You know, absolutely. Let's 
Oh, absolutely. I want to dig into on that note, like when you go from corporate America slaying life to then like, oh, maybe I'll just kind of like start to do this and it's fulfilling and we'll see where it goes. What did that look like? How did you weave it all in? What, what did your days look like? Where did, did you experience any mindset shifts that you had to go through and from employee to entrepreneur? Like, let's talk about that path for a sec. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So when I started the business, I was building it before and after work. And I think I was doing it from this lens of, you know, I had my human goal of, I wanted to learn how to be more myself. And I was like, I think there would be other people that would be interested in this too. And then when I went to my first like big event and I saw other people speaking on a stage and I saw like, I could notice like kind of what I was just talking about with this comparison element where I was like, if that person can do it, then why can't I do it? And that was like kind of the first like light bulb that went off where, you know, there's a difference when you're doing something to get it done versus doing it to do it. It feels so different, right? Mm -hmm. When you're asking someone to join you in something and you're doing it in a way that you're like, I'm so genuinely excited about it versus like, just like cross off the list and you, and you don't feel that emotional connection to it. That's kind of what I was doing. I was doing the things on paper that made sense, but I didn't really put like full oomph into it. And that's one thing to ask yourself right now, you know, are you toe dipping, but you want to be cannonballing? Are you, you know, like, are you really putting full effort into this? Are you going to look back with coulda, woulda, shoulda, as I wonder what would have happened if I would have actually called my shot and gone for it? Because everybody's goals in this type of a business too, that we're talking to is, you know, it's going to look different for every single person and there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's whatever feels aligned for you, but you know, if you're not like actually backing up your goals with the action that's required for those goals. And I, and I knew that I was sitting there in this audience and I was watching people on stage and I was like, it was someone in the company in Beachbody that was a lawyer and she had this amazing job on paper that made so much sense. And I was like, what, wait a second. Like she was a lawyer. Like I'm working at Google and I have this amazing job that a lot of people are like, that's the dream job, but I'm still feeling this gut feeling that's telling me there's something else for you. Like you're in the wrong lane, even though I was crushing it there and I was making six figures there and I had great income and great career trajectory and great managers. Like I was in a really awesome situation, which I also think is really powerful that I didn't see anyone with my type of story that didn't have a back against the wall situation. And I, I feel so deeply that like, if it's not being represented the way that you think it should, maybe it's because you're supposed to be the representation. Right. Yeah. And I was like, there's not like, and I'm not a mom. I was like, I feel like there's no, I was like, wait a second. Oh my God, me, come on. And and anyone can attest to that too. Like with our unique stories of whatever it is. And it was almost like, for me, I decided right then and there, it was like a demarcation line in the sand where I was like, now let's see what happens. If I were to just take exactly what I was doing and just crank up the volume so that my, my actual work matched the vision that I had because it was very lopsided if I was being really honest with myself. And I think that's a really good gut check for some people with whatever dream that is that you're working on. Like you want to say that you actually gave it a real go. And I knew that I was the only person that was going to know if I really did it or not. And I just wanted to not let myself down. So cranked up the volume on that. And it really started to massively take off. I was working before and after work on it. Uh, I was supporting my fiance while he was at NYU dental school with my corporate income. And I was building this business on the side. So I wasn't in a situation where I could just like jump and like hope that the net appeared type of thing. Like I was very calculated about it because I wanted to make sure that I could financially support both of us. So I waited until I was exceeding uh, my income. And then I 
decided to leave. And when, and I'll tell you what happened when I left. I'm not a mom. And I all of a sudden was like, freedom. And, <laughs> and the things that used to take me, I swear to you, Micah, the things that used to take me 15 minutes to do started to take me two hours to do. I hear this all the time, all the time. Like I was so much more efficient and on track and smarter with my time when I was working full time and so busy yeah, all the time. That's so common. Which is so interesting because I'm like, oh, well, I can call my grandma. I'll just go <laughs> walk down the street. I'll just go to Trader Joe's real quick. Like, no big deal. Like, what am I doing, right? Yeah. And I think it's a good reminder what with whatever your story is, like finding yourself in this, where I think about it, if my fiance is like, Kesh, we have to leave in 15 minutes. I'm getting ready in 15 minutes. Oh, Kesh, we have to leave in an hour. I'll get ready in an hour. I will look exactly the same. I don't know how to like <laughs> contour or anything. Like, I'm probably going to look like this. I will look the same, but I've listened to like Taylor Swift's first album. I'm like, not, I don't even know what I've been doing. So ask yourself that maybe you yeah. can actually just shorten the time frame of which you're giving yourself to do anything and make it fun. Like now I play, I gamify everything. I'm like, can I unload the dishwasher and one saw so- and one Justin Bieber song? Let me go like, really quick and, and make <laughs> it fun for yourself. And that's once I decided I was like, okay, this is not working. I'm not being productive at all. I had to rework my schedule. And then I just started gamifying everything and doing little challenges of how quickly I could get things done. And then I started learning about time blocking and how to just be really intentional about my own energy, where I would be conscious of when my energy was really high and I could add in things that were actually going to move the needle forward when my energy was at this really awesome state. And I mean, I even teach this with podcasters now. I'm like, if you're, if it's the last thing that you're adding to your already full plate, it's going to be the first thing that goes when life gets crazy yeah. and your in-laws are in town and your kids are sick and you're like, ah, oh, screw it, whatever. Nobody's going to fire me if I don't show up for that thing. It was like, how can I raise the necessity to want to show up for it? And it was because of what we talked about earlier with like this macro vision. I was like, I don't know exactly where I want to go but I can envision the opportunities that I can gift a future version of me. And I don't want her to look back on me now and say, I wish you would have done more. I wish you would have gone for it. Yeah. I don't want to rob her of fulfillment, joy options. Like I would also have these conversations. I feel like you'll relate to this and your audience probably will too. Of like, I'd have these hypothetical conversations with my future daughter, which watch, I'm going to end up having like twin boys or something, <laughs> Who knows? but I would, I would just think about her where I'm like, I know I'm going to tell her, I know I'm going to crush it when I'm a mom and I'm probably going to struggle a ton too, which would be great. Um, but I'm like, I'm going to tell her she can do anything that she wants. And I just really so deeply want her to be able to look back at me as like living, breathing proof, like being able to say, mom, I know that I can, I, I watched you. And that's such, that's always been a driver for me for many years. And I don't even have kids yet. But I think about the fact that I know how people make me feel through their example of what they do rather than just what they say. I'm like, I just want to be an example. And that has has still to this day is a huge driver in in everything that I do. I don't even know if I answered the question, but like that's just like really what came up for me. No, that's perfect. (laughs) I love it. That's and it's so true. It's like how many moms are listening to this going, I tell my kids that too. And yet here I am telling myself you can't do it. Who are you to think this? It's like, if we just talk to ourselves the way we talk to our children, the whole game would change entirely. Yeah. And I mean, and even from, I mean, my daughter just turned 13 and I can attest to the fact that they don't do what you say. They do what you do. Yeah. They do what you do. So if you truly want your kids to raise up, like feeling confident, joyful, healthy, strong habits, like things that aren't normally instilled in children, 
you have the opportunity to do that through your example, whatever path that is, that alone was enough for me. As I started to realize that as I was raising my kids was enough for me to watch what I said, be mindful of what I did. Yeah. What, like all of those things. Cause it makes all the difference. Well, it's so interesting too. And like, you know, we've touched on this and we we're just kind of chatting about our current situation. My fiance left dentistry to move into a different career path. And I, you know, have been having a lot of conversations with him about our upbringing. And I was always rewarded for trying things. And I was always celebrated for starting things, right. As long as I followed through with it. And I saw that example with my mom, my mom tried a lot of things and she was so passionate about life that I just remember feeling that way. Like I want to be passionate about life. Like she is right. And Sina, my fiance, Sina, on the other hand, was rewarded a lot for what he accomplished, right? And the accolade aspect of it. So he was so driven by like, I need to do this in order to get that love and appreciation. So how that manifested into us in our thirties is like, I'm, I feel so comfortable trying things because not only was I told that, but I was modeled it from an Mm -hmm. early age, right. Versus he was modeled, like it needs to look this way. So the programming, like the dewiring of these like existing, like you know, stories and the beliefs that he adopted from an early age were through that modeling. So exactly what you're saying. It's like, we often know as women, and especially, obviously I'm not a mom, so I'm not going to speak to this, but like, you know, the example that you'd want to set, it's just rec- like taking the finger that we want to point at the world and taking it and pointing it back in ourselves and saying, what can I own here? Like, yeah. what is my portion of that? And I, as a 30 something, a 32 year old, I see how much it's impacted me and how I feel about myself now. I mean, it's everything it really is. And I feel like when you're trying to build a business, the thing that oftentimes is the hardest is to build those new habits, to build the new, like make it an actual priority because it is, it's normally an extra, it's normally a bonus. It's doesn't have to happen. And when it's that life will always throw stuff at you to fill your space for sure. Always. So it's like, how can you really get aligned in that? Like you say that do you call it a macro vision or micro yeah. vision? macro yeah. is the big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the macro vision, you want something so big and you're so clear on that. And then I call it big, big dreams, big vision, baby steps. Like you've got to yeah. have both. You've got to have both because then on a daily basis, you can align yourself on the path. And it literally is one step, one step, one yeah. step, but you have to build those habits. You have to build that consistency and your business has to be a priority in your life. No matter what, no matter if you have a career, no matter if you have children, no matter if you're moving, you're planning a wedding, you're doing this. If you want to build a substantial business, it's got to be a priority period. Now, what that looks like is different in every season. There's going to be seasons of push. There's going to be seasons of flow. There's going to be seasons of doing the absolute bare minimum essentials, but still showing up and like being present in that and knowing that it's still important to you. There's just something about proving to yourself that it means enough for you to show up consistently that it like shifts things in your brain Oh yeah. on a confidence level. You're like, oh, okay. It is actually important. Oh, okay. I can actually do this now. Let's freaking go. And so you kind of got to get through that, that just that season of like finding that new normal. And once you find it, it's like, how did I ever do life without this? Like, how did I wake up and not share on social and not pour into women and not whatever you have to do for your business? How did I not do that? Because it's just a part of who you are. 
Just yeah. like I, I equate it to motherhood a lot. Like you don't show up and not change your kid's diaper just because you don't feel like it that day. You do the things every single day yeah. in your business. What are the things that are super essential to grow and to make the impact and do the things that you want that you're putting on the back burner right now, because they're not straight in front of your face, like going to give your kid a diaper rash. If you don't get it off of them, you've yeah. got to prioritize the things most essential and, and put them in there, make sure that they're yes. in your life on a daily basis. Cause that's what really builds the momentum. That's so much more fun. So much yeah. more fun when things start to flow. Well, it's like, if you think of it, like you're a car and you've got like your minimum baseline of cruise control. Those are the tiny little things like that, that you're going to do no matter what the season is. And then you think of like, you're in different lanes. Those are your different seasons of life. So sometimes you're going to want to be in the fast lane. You're like, I am ready to freaking rock. I'm going to make sure that my efforts are matching my goals and I'm going to go freaking go for it. But maybe life throws something at you and you need to move to a different lane. So you do a lane switch, right? But then you've still got these minimum baselines of like, what yeah. is my cruise control that I can maintain even during the times when I'm doubting myself, like preparing for the worst, when you don't want to do it, when you're doubting yourself, when you feel kind of crappy, when your kids are sick, when you're whatever is going on in your world, right? And then knowing like, I can still show up with that. So you still get to feel like, again, you're building up that confidence to your point, yeah. right? Where you get to keep that promise to yourself and you become the person who keeps the promise to herself. And, you know, truly, I think it's really important that there's some women listening into this right now where you're operating you from the wrong season, meaning, you know, so often we talk about comparing ourselves to other people, but often we also struggle with comparing ourselves to a prior version of ourselves when the circumstances were different. If you have a newborn baby and you are still trying to drive in the fast lane, you're going to feel like you're failing. And then naturally you're going to attach that to this business and decide that you are not capable. Yes. That's not, that's not the right connection, right? That's you telling yourself a story that's not going to serve you. All you have to do is just switch lanes. And then it's not saying you can't ever go back to that lane. Just maybe in this season of life, you need to go switch lanes. Then maybe right now you're in a season where you're like, I want to set bigger goals and you're still moving in the slow lane. And even the grandmas are passing you on the other side. And it's not comparing yourself to them. It's just recognizing, wait a second, it's time for me to move over and crank it up just a little bit. It doesn't have to be such like drastic changes. It's literally just subtle moves and you're going to see massive momentum, you know? So true. I, <laughs> it was always interesting to me because even like postpartum, I feel like the first six weeks of postpartum, it's like straight survival mode. You're like, no, what <laughs> is this life right now? And I would get messages because I would still share snippets on my Insta story being like, how are you doing your morning routine? And how I'm like, I'm not what stop it. Like what? This is, we're not, this is not the same here. So it's like, I do think people get so black and white with this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is how it's supposed to look. And this is the only way to be successful. And it's like, no, there's a million ways to be successful. And this is where it comes back to alignment. Like what feels right right now? Do you want to go? Do you want to coast? Do you want to like, like all of those things matter. And that's how you stay joyful and excited and passionate about the work you're doing. And when you're feeling that way, you can't not show up for it. Like you can't not like that's just yeah. how it is. So if you're struggling with motivation and whatever, get aligned. That's usually the missing link. You're not enjoying the process. You're not passionate about your mission. Your values are questionable. Like you've got to figure out what is misaligned so that you can really, really, really center course, correct, and then go. Cause it feels completely different when you're operating from that space. Oh my gosh. And it, it's so 
fulfilling when you're aligned and you're doing it in a way that just feels like this is what I'm excited about, where then you also then have to be conscious of other people not telling you what lane you should be in or what alignment should look like for you because you intuitively know, right? Yeah. Because if you're in a go mode and people are like, well, you could just slow down. You could just do whatever. It's like, don't take advice from people who aren't living a life that you want to be living and yeah. everything feels so much better, right? You intuitively know so much if you just stop for a second and ask yourself, like, am I showing up the way that I'm excited about? If not, what can I do to change? Can I ask for help? Can I call my shop more publicly? Can I get more skin in the game? Can I raise my hand and say like, I'd love support around this? Because especially in our culture, it's like so many women want to wear this like busy, like a badge of honor. Like I can take it all on. It's like some of the strongest people I know are the ones that are willing to say, okay, I need some help because I yeah. see where I want to go. Like who wants to be in this with me? And that can make it so much more fulfilling. And again, give you so much more alignment too. Yeah. I saw a quote, um, the other day and I think it was talking about, was it yours? I think it was your quote. <laughs> I think it was one of yours that was talking about get it was, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. You, 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 you shared something that was like, I need to get back on track. Maybe you don't need to get back on track. Maybe you need to get on an entirely new track and like Great. set like red, let's, let's freaking go. And I'm like, that's so true. So how many times have people fallen off the wagon, got back on, fallen off the wagon, got back on. And they're like, I need to get back on track again. Maybe you need a whole new track to create yeah. the life you actually love and giving your, giving yourself permission to look for that new track, to create that new track, to get creative and do things differently. Sometimes that's all it takes. Like that's for me personally in I'm doing gut protocol right now. And yeah. I was, uh, I was like at this place postpartum where I was like complacent. I was happy. I was like, Oh, this is my sweet spot. I can still have ice cream and pizza. I'm working out every day. I'm still eating mostly good, but still having this. But I was kidding myself yeah. that I was actually as happy with myself as I knew I could be because I was breaking out. I felt some joint pain. I was a little fluffy. And what really hit me in the face was when I was taking my kids to the pool at the hotel and I put on my swimsuit for the first time after like last summer. And I was like, oh, oh no, this is not my most confident self. Yeah. I've got a Hawaii trip in a couple months and I'm not really feeling this. <laughs> and so when gut protocol came, I was like, Hmm, okay. I don't really think I have any food sensitivities, but I'm totally willing to do this and see how I feel at this point of recording. I'm a couple weeks in feel freaking amazing, like down four or five pounds. My clothes are fitting better. I just feel so much better. I just needed a new track. I, yeah. I didn't need to get back on it. I needed a new one. I needed a new one that challenged me, that pushed me to do things that I'd never done. And sometimes that's all we need in business and relationships and whatever. And so it's like, don't just play that teeter totter back and forth in and out. That's not serving you that you keep playing that same replay over and over and over oh. and nothing's changing. Jump, like jump off and get on, get on a new track. So I love that quote. And I'm glad that it was <laughs> funny. I'm, I saw to... this awesome quote. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that was on my podcast account. I think I remember that. Oh, oh that's my so God. funny. But it's so true. I I love how just like open you are about that too. Because remember, everybody, like to the you know, women listening into this, it's like people need to see someone in your exact circumstances and your exact situation 
make whatever changes you need to make and be unapologetic about the track that you want to be on, right? Or the goals that you have, because they need to see someone else that they're like, if she can do it, I can do it too. Like, we just need to be more examples to each other, you know? So I love that even you saying, because of course, some people are going to look at you and be like, oh, Micah, you should be happy. And you're like, I'm happy with where I'm at, but I also know how good I can feel. Yeah. And my life is about constantly taking my version of good and going for great and whatever aspect that is. So if, if other women can't see you, they, they feel like something's wrong with them, right? Yeah. Like, well, why can't I just be happy? Like, oh, there's no one else that goes for that next level. But it's like, every, all of us are that example. So I love that you shared that. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, Keisha, I could just like, let's just chat forever and hang out. And where can we like plan a trip and do fun things? I know. I literally, I, I feel like it. I could talk to you for like 25 hours. So I know <laughs> it's amazing. Well, okay. Where can people find you? Where can they connect all the things? Like if I'm not kidding you, you guys, if you have not binge listen to every single episode she has she is like the best energy the best like you want her in your back pocket every single day so <laughs> if you haven't like where can they find your show your insta all the things oh, Micah, you're so sweet i just want to <laughs> hug you um so my podcast is called empower her it's a monday thursday podcast and then my favorite social media platform is instagram it's at Kasia k-a-c-i-a dot Fitzgerald. But if you check out the show, obviously if you check out this show, tag us because I always love to hear feedback and I love answering DMs and hearing what's going on with everyone. So thank you for having of me. Course. I just love this. This was so much fun. So much fun. We'll have to do it again. Part two, three, four, 98, all the things. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, you guys definitely make sure you tag us, share what resonated, share it with your teams, your coworkers, your sisters, your friends, all the women to just go after their best life, be who they fully are and just experience the most joy and fulfillment and all the things in life, because you deserve that. So Keisha, thank you for pouring into us today. You are the bomb. You are the bomb. Thank you. <laughs> all right, you guys we will be here next week. Talk to you soon. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your crap. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.